Hey guys, it's the most exciting time of the year here for Colleen and I and the entire My Muddy Green team. And it's not the holidays. Well, it almost is. Almost is, but that's not why we are excited. We are excited because it's the release of our industry-leading annual Wellness Trends to Watch. So to give some context, um, this list has been around for a while, and uh, we've been at the forefront of some of the the greatest trends we've seen in, in wellness. Back in 2015, we called out supplement startups, the role of telomeres and aging. In 2016, we said that guacamole was everywhere. We're not complaining about that trend. Uh, we talked about healthy tourism becoming an industry and people making their home sanctuaries complete with greenery and succulents. And uh, we definitely do that ourselves. <laughs> that we do. And then to 2017, we were one of the first to call out the growth of women's only spaces and circles, a trend. We also talked about personalized nutrition, medicinal mushrooms, and ketosis takeoff, which is like everywhere. Um, and last year, Intermittent fasting, breath work, and big food brands acquiring smaller health-focused companies. Uh, case in point, just most recently, Kraft acquired Primal Kitchen and PepsiCo acquired Health Warrior. And last but certainly not least, we called the realization that social media was really contributing to our society's general anxiety, uh, which is a, wow, talk about a, a big trend uh, we were early on. So what are we excited about in 2019? Well, before we get into that, I want to share a little bit about our methodology for our for our annual trends list. So it's a blend of art and science, and it's a year-round process here at My Buddy Green. It's a combination of industry data, global consumer insights, mixed with interviews with leading CEOs, entrepreneurs, investors, and last but not least, a lot of time spent with members of the My Buddy Green Collective. A lot of intimate interviews and a lot of time of uh, Colleen and I perusing trade shows and aisles across the country. Uh, across the world. And it's a thorough and fun process, and we're excited to share some of our findings with you here today. So before I start asking Colleen some of our favorite trends, uh, a little summary for for 2019. We think that wellness will continue to become more accessible and earth-friendly this year, because God knows we need more earth-friendly. Another big theme in our radar, one that we explored during this year's Revitalize event, is the blending of old and new. Uh, what we mean by that, more and more ancient practices that have withstood the test of time, practices like Ayurveda uh, becoming mainstream. And we're hoping that this return to simplicity sparks a connection that's real and timeless for all of us. So 2019 is going to be exciting. And to really go deep in the trends, please go to mindbodygreen.com. And then while you're there, check out our trends from 2015, 2016, 2017, and 2018 to see... uh, See our track record. We think it's pretty good and it's pretty exciting. And so going to 19, we're going to talk about some of our favorite trends. So the ones that come to mind for Colleen and I, recovery gadgets, plant-based fish, sleep optimization, regenerative agriculture, and the the endocannabinoid system. That one's a hard one to pronounce. So Colleen, let's talk about recovery gadgets. Why, Why do you like this one? So why we work out and why we move is evolving and evolving really quickly. And about 90% of the Mind Body Green community has said that they move to feel good instead of look good. So they've always been pretty big proponents of this idea of recovery. And I think in fitness, there's been a couple of camps, you know, the super intense um, 
high cardio, high strength camps, and then people who are more focused on yoga and, and doing things that are a little bit more gentle. And now those two camps are moving a little bit closer together. And our audience has always been into recovery, but in more of a low-tech way. So think magnesium baths, Epsom salt baths, foam rolling, and have to give a shout out to my Mighty Green Collective member, Lo Roxburgh, who really helped put this trend of foam rolling on the map in a really big way. But now what's exciting is it's moving into percussion therapy with brands like Theragun, Tim Tam, and Hypervolt help putting this trend on the map. They got a huge celebrity boost from people who are, you know, Michael Phelps to the Ashley Grahams of the world that's, you know, provided a ton of momentum around this trend. And I think what's also interesting is that a lot of VCs in the space are seeing legs for the trend with both millennials and baby boomers. So people at both, you know, ends of the age spectrum getting into it for different reasons. Millennials are seeing, you know, the performance value in it. Um, boomers looking to it a lot for pain management. And something that we've talked about in previous trends pieces are people are always looking for more wellness that they can bring into their homes. So these are tools that don't require you to go book um, a session, go see a personal trainer. You can do it in the comfort of your own home. For those people who need the extra motivation to go to a studio, um, there's options now. There's franchises of Stretch Lab. Amanda Freeman, the co-founder of SLT, has a new stretched studio space in New York where you can book 25, 55, or 75-minute sessions. And this definitely feels like the next wave of fitness. And then Tune Studio, which launched at Revitalize in 2017. Kyle I Godfrey do love Ryan. that sound therapy. Yeah, We're still trying to get some for our house. Yeah, Come Not on. sure where we'd put it, but... Kyle, if you're listening, we would welcome one. And in the office, too. So next one, which a lot of people are going to say, what? Plant-based fish. So I'm personally really intrigued by this trend. Uh, We've already seen the growth in plant-based dairy exploding to now almost 15% of total sales driven by brands like So Delicious and so many others within the market. Uh, We've seen what's happened to meat. You're seeing the Impossible Foods burger on menus all across the country. Um, But fish has always been a tricky part um, for our audience who does like to identify as conscious omnivores to feel good about, whether it's mercury, whether it's the pollutants in bigger fish. I think it's always been a tough category for myself as a consumer to feel good about the choices that I'm making. Never mind, you know, what's going on in shrimp. It's probably one of the most consumed fish and Most of the shrimp aren't caught um, within the net, so there's a lot of shrimp that are going back into the ocean dead. So I think this has always just been such a confusing category that I'm really excited about uh, the potential and the investment that's going into this category with uh, brands like Good Catch, who's just raised close to $9 million. And VCs think that it has the potential to do what has happened in the meat alternative space and really provide a ton of momentum that's you know kind of dependent on two factors that people continue to care about the effects on the ocean and contaminants in their fish and of course if brands can get the taste right exactly it's got to taste good at the end of the day and so to the next one of my personal favorites sleep optimization So sleep is truly the greatest luxury right now within wellness, and there's a ton of interest in this category. Our audience is so obsessed that this is the second year in a row that we continue to talk about innovations in sleep. Uh, We talk a lot about blue lights this year, and Lynn Laberanti, who is a registered dietitian for Nature Made, has really coined that you know, our busy lives are major driving factors of this blue light disruption. Uh, I'm definitely a stickler for when someone has the phone, 
on late at night I while we're in bed. I wonder who that is. <laughs> but I think people are really starting to get cognizant of melatonin. And, you know, there's obviously supplements that you can take to, to help with that. I'm someone who's super religious about sleep etiquette, and there's a lot of innovation, whether it's with glasses that can help block the blue lights. And there's a new sleep ring, the Aura Ring, which Prince Harry has helped put on the map, as well as other performance experts and hackers. So whether it's CEOs to Ben Greenfield, who was just on the podcast a few weeks ago. And I have to give a shout out to our friend Harpreet, who's the CEO and comes to our Revitalize event, doing a great job with Aura. It's like everywhere now. So there's a lot of ways out there for people to help optimize their sleep, which is really exciting. Personally, I I need that with our young daughter, Ellie, who is uh, not sleeping well at the moment. So getting back, so if we we say you, we all, I think you is a a sleep one, and I think we we all realize the importance of sleep. And I'm going to move to all for generative agriculture, which is very topical and important for what's going on in climate change right now. Yes. We all know that the USDA organic label helped really evolve the way in which people shop, particularly at the grocery store. And we see regenerative agriculture as the next great movement that's going to affect how people shop. We know that the Mind Body Green audience uh, is more willing to pay for brands that have clearly stated environmental issues. They're more willing to pay for brands that donate to causes that they agree with. And climate change and regenerative agriculture is something that is very, very top of mind. I think what's driving this movement is brands like General Mills with Epic and Annie's helping to lead the way, as well as Danone, Thrive Market. And what's also interesting is it's starting to creep into the beauty industry as well. So Walida, a natural beauty brand that has long sourced ingredients using biodynamic and regenerative farming practices, just like many movements that start off in the food space, we're even starting to seeing the trickle into beauty products, which is exciting. And what's so awesome about regenerative agriculture, essentially, it's the premise that healthy soil uh, is good for us. It's good, it's good for our nutrition. It's good for our bodies, but it's also really great for the planet. So this idea of mind, body, green and everything's connected really syncs well with this idea of regenerative ag. And it's something that can really help not stop climate change, but reverse climate change, which is something I think we'd all agree we need uh, at the moment. So next up, one of my personal favorites, the rejuvenation of the refrigerated section in grocery. Yeah, so shelf space in the refrigerated section has always been some of the most coveted real estate in the supermarket. And now with many people being trained to spend most of their time around the perimeter, consumers are really looking um, to that as a part of the section that has higher value and higher nutritional value, perceive it as less processed and with fresher ingredients. Um, It's transformed categories like the bar category. We consume a lot of perfect bars and naked bars in our household both that are in the refrigerated section, but then it's also expanded into snacks, soups, smoothies, yogurts, guacamole, hummus, desserts. I love the way in which Hail Mary has really evolved their brand with desserts now in the refrigerated section. So I think we're going to be seeing a lot more innovation within this section across categories, especially as price efficiencies come uh, to these categories, but most importantly, a lot of just really great tasting, nutritious food. Yeah, I, I personally love that one. It's, it's always exciting to see categories and aisles become new again and become reinvented. And uh, that one's a personal favorite of mine. And so last but not least, uh, the endocannabinoid system. This is a complicated one, but it is a big one. And briefly, so I think everyone knows that like 
this was the year like CBD and hemp are just everywhere. Like it's just so much. It's everywhere. Like I remember one day you and I walked to Manhattan. I think we saw like four CBD pop-ups. We're like, what is going on here? <laughs> and and the the market is tremendous. I think the the market for hemp-based products is estimated to be 1.9 billion in just a couple of years. So there's some insane growth and innovation happening. So let's get, we're getting to the why. So why is CBD? Why is hemp? And, and there's a lot to be discussed around what's legal and not legal. And we touch on that in the trends and encourage you to go to Mind Buddy Green and read about that. A lot of gray area, a lot of regulation, a lot of things happening around what's legitimate and what's legal and so forth. But the why, why are people taking hemp? Why are people taking CBD? It's about the endocannabinoid system and this view that it is the master system. If you will, it is, a, it is the new microbiome, it is the next microbiome. It is the master system that regulates everything from anxiety to stress response to everything in your body. And there's some exciting new science which we talk about in the piece from Dr. Bob Browntree, a pioneer in functional medicine. He also gave a great talk at our Revitalize event, which you could check out online about the, the ECS. Uh, it is really exciting and we always love when the old and new come together and we're seeing that happen with the endocannabinoid system. It is the why behind the explosive growth of CBD and hemp. So super, super exciting. And so those are just a couple of our trends. We got a whole host more on the site. So I encourage everyone to go to mindbuddygreen.com, check out the trends from 19, check out the library of trends to see uh, how we did in previous years. We think we did pretty well, but uh, it's really exciting time to be in wellness. And we hope you guys check out all of the trends and share them with all of your friends. And thanks so much for tuning in. 